Chapter Fourteen of Oscar Wilde and Myself by Lord Alfred Douglas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The article in the Revue Blanche. In pursuance of what I conceived to be my duty towards Wilde at the time he was in prison, I wrote the Labouchere letters and a good deal of similar matter which was not printed. My argument was not that Wilde had wrongfully been convicted and not that what he did was to be counted to his credit or even to be approved but merely that there were scientific and medical grounds for supposing that he was not responsible for his actions in this regard and that in any case the punishment meted out to him seemed unnecessarily and brutally severe i do not know that i have changed my opinion to this day it is unthinkable that a sane person could flounder into the loathsome depths in which wilde was taken red-handed particularly it is unthinkable in respect of a man of wilde's culture and social surroundings that he was sane enough in other regards cannot be doubted but i do not think there can be any question as to his insanity on this particular point but this is as far as i go and this is as far as any decently-minded person can go i never went an inch further and never intended to i have already stated that after sentence was passed upon wilde all paris appeared to go off its head with regard to the scandal many absurd and unfounded pieces of gossip were published in the french newspapers and some of these i took it upon myself to endeavour to refute when it became known that i was in paris the interviewers flocked round me and wanted me to talk to them on all manner of silly matters i declined to have anything to do with them in a general way especially as i found that they were disposed to garble and exaggerate everything one might tell them one fine morning however there called upon me a journalist with whom i had some acquaintance who told me that he had been commissioned by the editor of the revue blanche to get me to write an article on the wild affair in which my views should be set out definitely and finally and thus put an end to the extraordinary stories which were being circulated in my name i knew the revue blanche as a weekly literary journal of somewhat advanced opinions and i thought that here was an excellent opportunity to say something that might be of use to wilde my difficulty was that while i spoke french fluently i did not feel that i had a sufficient command of style and so forth to write the article in french my friend the journalist was very accommodating however and it was arranged between us that with the knowledge of the editor of the revue blanche i was to write an article in english which would be translated into french and inserted in the paper over my name i wrote the article and handed it to the representative of the review for translation and publication i stipulated for a proof in french but the next i heard about the matter was that the article had appeared the translator whoever he was simply took my article as a sort of peg and hung on it a farrago of extremely vicious opinions and even more vicious comparisons which i had never put forward and which my own article certainly did not suggest i complained to the editor of the review at the time but found myself unable to obtain any redress 
and there was nothing more to be done the french article passed almost unnoticed inasmuch as the revue blanche had a very limited circulation and i never heard another word about it until years after when i was editing the academy in that paper i had occasion to write a paragraph about a journal called the free thinker which was edited by a mr foote and which made a sort of business of blasphemy mr foote was not pleased at what i said about him and by way of retort he translated a particularly nauseous passage from the revue blanche article inserted it in his journal and accused me of being the author i immediately issued a writ for libel against the proprietors of the freethinker and after receiving the writ mr foote discovered that he had made a serious mistake and promptly apologised in the next issue of his paper he did not even enter an appearance i was content with my apology and allowed the action to lapse this is the whole truth about the revue blanche article though the review is now dead the proprietor and editor are i believe still alive if as was contended in the ransom trial i wrote the article i am said to have written or furnished the material for it these gentlemen could easily have been produced to say so but they were not brought forward as witnesses and were not even approached on the subject yet the article was put in at the trial and though i said on oath in court what i now say here in print and my assertion was not in the slightest degree shaken by cross-examination mr justice darling persisted in reading aloud and for the benefit of the jury words which i had not written and this in spite of my explanations and protest there is no use in complaining nor do i complain i merely put it on record once for all that the revue blanche article is not my article and i am in no way responsible for it End of chapter fourteen